0: what struck me as you was talking is the sponge element. You talked about it before briefly. And I'm wondering how as a mum of three, because children notoriously have not learned yet to shut down their emotions. So typically they will be out there. They'll be tantripping one minute, laughing the next, on the floor wailing and then having fun laughing. I mean, it's just like a roller coaster, right? So I'm wondering how do you help parents, mothers specifically, who are empaths on the mm-hmm. parenting journey, manage their energy. It'd be
1: great to unpack that a bit. I'm glad you brought it up because I remember, and still sometimes I have those days you're right, like the energy is pouring in, they don't know how to manage it. And <laughs> you're just standing there. The first thing that I want to say, there are just so many things I want to say. I feel passionate about this subject. The first thing is that what I realized is that, Words don't teach really. Words will not teach my children. And I remember that from my own experience when my mom would be saying me something, trying to teach me like a life lesson, which was a good lesson, but I would not grasp it. It's the life experience and example itself teaches it. So I realize the more I'm in alignment, meaning I take care of myself, of my energy, they see that and they feel that. Another aspect of this is that if I'm good with boundaries with myself and with them, they grow up and they're not going to be people pleasers as well. So if they see that by 9 p.m., let's say they know it's bedtime or you can just do whatever you want, but my door is closed, let's say at this time, and hugs and kisses before that, but there's this boundary for them to understand that it's okay to have time when you were someone else and then to be completely okay. Well, my mom is kind of okay closing the door and saying I need time, right? So they grow up feeling the same way instead of pleasing people and going through this torture you know (laughs) we're going through so you help actually children skip that by the example of setting boundaries and i always always try to explain why And, you know, I love chatting with you. I love spending time with you. And I remind them, but I'm extra sensitive. And right now I feel that I can be a better mom for you if I just will take 20 minutes in my room, meditate or read a book, and then come back to your project or then come back and finish the story with you. So whatever it is, just being honest, you know, just like you would be with any adult, with your children as well, just being honest and open that, yes, I'm sensitive. I feel like, you know, it's too much. The loud music is too much for me. Sometimes my kids making fun of me. They're like, oh, it's 7 p.m. Mom, what are you going to say? You're tired now? (laughs) But they're not taking it in a bad way, they're making jokes about. It. We're laughing about that. He said, "You know what? Actually, no. I recharged today, and I have more energy to hang out with you guys." So that teaches them, especially if children are sensitive or empath. They are like, "Oh, that's completely normal. If I'll do that, you know, either with my friends or with my family. When I when they grow up, obviously have their own family. They feel that's okay." And are your
0: children empaths too? Talking before about whether this is genetic or environmental, do you recognize the qualities in some or all of them?
1: Yeah, so two of my children are empaths and one child is sensitive. So there is a little bit of difference, I would say. Yeah, how would you describe the difference between those? So if we take that spectrum of sensitivity, let's say, on one end we'll have you know, sensitive people, then highly sensitive people. And on the other end, we will have empath. And the difference is that sensitive people can empathize with you, can be sensitive to bright lights, loud noises, just like empaths are. Empath take like a step further and they feel what you feel. So it's sort of like jumping in and experience the feelings and sensations and I work with a lot of clients some of them even say oh Jane I would just hug someone and I feel the physical pain what they're experiencing what I call physical empath and you take that further so yes I would say empath need way more time and recharge and taking care of themselves but they're still sensitive so how do you parent empathic children In my journey, I noticed that first I had to parent myself, again, always starting with myself, always making sure that all of these patterns are healed, knee-jerk reactions. I have had so many of them from my parents, and then I would catch myself. If I would raise my voice, I would apologize in front of my children. So that's the first step. When you still feel disempowered, be aware of what's happening, you know? I feel that when it comes to parenting, being a great listener and being there for them and, you know, understand them and let them know that they're loved and no matter what's happening, you know, I always tell my kids, gosh, I'm getting emotional over this. (laughs) I love you. I accept you just the way you are because I haven't had that. So I wish someone told me that so I don't have to go through all of these stages of looking for acceptance in the outside world. I feel that's the biggest, that they feel safe, even if they're having a tantrum. I heard someone said that when they're having a tantrum, actually it indicates that they feel safe. You know, they're not bottling in their emotion. I didn't do that. I would bottle everything in. I'm like, now it makes sense, you know. Um, But even if they're having a tantrum, that's the indicator, you know, they just can't express what's happening and... They don't have words. They don't know how to manage their emotions, especially my little one. She always reminds me, I'm so lucky to have you, mom. I'm so lucky. You know how to meditate. You can teach me. (laughs) It's like, she's so appreciative because I remind her that I'm appreciative of her and my older kids as well. They're not talking so much about that, but they show in their actions, you know, everything comes out from you that self-love if you love yourself you will be loving you know that will reflect i always say they're my mirrors and if something comes up i look within first thing that i do